Hello, everybody, and welcome to the second season, second episode of The Screw with Felicia Rose and... Hey, love. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> this week, we have a special Pride edition. Obviously, it's Pride Month, so we wanted to feature... Um, Some queer voices. Queer voices of New York City that maybe don't have the chance to talk about sex in, like, an open forum, right? Yeah, so we have a bunch of guests on for you guys this week, which is going to be great. Obviously, we have our segments, which include... Uh, this week, let's see. <laughs> I love that this was written out for me. Yeah, like, of course. Like, uh, our segments this week include... <laughs> so, coming up, we have thought topics for you. Uh, then, followed by This Week in Wrestling, uh, The People's Choice, and a special bonus segment. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, so tonight we're joined by three special guests. All of them are members of the queer community here in New York City, and they're here to discuss all sorts of awesome topics with us, as well as, you know, promote their brands and let us know a little bit about themselves. So I just want to welcome all of you. Thank you guys for being on. Thank, Thank you. you. Guys, is that right? Are we Very good? Happy. Yeah? All good with our pronouns? He? <laughs> Everybody a he? I'm fine. All right, you can call me whatever the fuck you want. So I'm going to read this off because I'm a little drunk tonight, so I apologize, guys, if I feel a little scripted for this first next 37 seconds. So tonight we're joined by three special guests and members of the queer community. Let me introduce you guys now. Our first guest is a New York City stylist, activist, and the outspoken co-host of the Queen Nerds, PW Mothership, and Capital Wrestling Podcast, the fabulous fashionista of NYC, Darnell Mitchell. That's me. Who could be fine at, at Dinalicious online. Make sure you follow him because he says some shit. And I'd be following, I didn't even know Darnell before he'd be saying some shit online and somebody retweeted and I was like, well, oh, that's good. Yeah. All right, so for our next guest, we have, he's a first-generation Mexican-American born and raised in the Bronx, a fisting enthusiast, and Bruce's protege. That's me. Red Panda. Yay! Yay! protege, by the way, if you guys are interested, we will be talking about fisting later on in one of our segments, so definitely yeah, stick around for that. Yeah. Yeah. It's Pride Edition fisting, yay! <laughs> and for our final guest, he's a first-generation Ecuadorian-American, Bronx native, and he's the co-founder of the RBFF, which we'll explain to us later, which is a learning sexual expression outlet, Bruce Wayne. It's a ridiculous name, by the name. By the way, it's a ridiculous <laughs> name, but I love it anyway. So, welcome to the podcast, guys. Thank, Thank you guys you. for being on. Thank you. I'm so excited. I was like, oh, I get to be on the show too. I'm practicing for tomorrow night. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, let's just get it started. So, the first segment that we have tonight is Thought Topic, which yes. is a regular segment we have in our show where we discuss something that's going on. In current events, whether it be in the sex community, sex community sounds funny, or the LGBTQ community, or wherever. So we have a couple tonight that we want to discuss. Yeah. Um, the first thing was a topic that Aaron brought up earlier, and I think it's something that we should definitely go into. So, oh, Aaron. I yeah. mean, A-Love. Sorry. Yeah. Whatever. We all go by your real name, so Um, No, that's great. So, I mean, so 
this year especially, um, you know, uh, the idea of pride is a really exciting thing, and uh, I thought we could talk about pride as uh, an act of resistance, or pride as resistance. What do you mean by that, though? Pride okay. as resistance as opposed to pride as what? So, I mean, I think, you know, many people in the queer community will agree. We've had some, like, sweet years where, like, people kind of thought we were settling into, like, more accepting times, I'll be mostly bougie white men, but like other people. White picket were, fence gang. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So, but like, you know, there's always been a fight, and, uh, you know, especially now with everything that's going down politically uh, in the world with uh, Voldemort and such. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that which we do not name. You know, I think it's important for us to talk about, like, you know, pride's roots on some level, but like, I'm open to talk about this idea of, again, like, you know, re like doubling down on our queer political activism in this day and age. You so know? you're saying instead of using pride as just a time to celebrate, it's also a time to say, hey, there's still stuff we need to work on. Absolutely. Here's the stuff we need to work on. Mm-hmm. Let's bring it to your attention. While yeah. we do celebrate the triumphs, we've, we've absolutely, upon, right? Like, drink, we're like, so much more right? We, then, like, we have gay marriage in yeah. everywhere. Yeah. In yeah. everywhere. In everywhere. <laughs> you know, it's like a thing that we, like, yeah. Meanwhile, it's eight, nine years ago, we were marching on Washington for that. So it's it's definitely different. But at the same time, do we still have a big fight to overcome? Absolutely. And that's when I think pride is a good time to reiterate to people and and give them a positive message, not just like a negative, hey, we have things to fight, but also like, hey, we've also overcome this amount of X, Y, Z, and let's celebrate that, but also talk about how far we Absolutely. And I mean, one of the things that struck me this year why I wanted to have this conversation with you guys is like, last year there was a lot of heat and conversation and discussion about like police at pride parades, marching in pride parades, and like how, you know, the community was very divided and it ended up being divided, you know, much to be expected along class lines a little bit, where like people who were like, no, 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 we're good, we're there, police are queer community people too, and like they should be part of our parades, you know? So well, that I mean, debate was all... Awesome. make up a part of our, our pride, or queer community, yeah. for sure. I mean, I know a handful of right. lesbians that are police officers. Sure, but nobody's talking about individuals in this instance. We're talking about the police as an institution being represented in pride parades, and historically they have not done very well with the queer community, and like people of color so well what do you think that they can do to change that like what's the right step to like bridge that gap because i feel like you know it's it's not a lost cause let's bridge it if we can why not to bridge the gap between the police and the queer community for as far as protesting and or like a pride event for example i think talking about it would be kind of we settle so much we we settle for table scraps when we should have the whole fucking meal um, and there's so many instances of, you know, especially I don't go to Pride. It's just not for me. Um, you know, I anyone that wants to go, by all means, go. Is it because you hate the rainbow flag? I, <laughs> I don't mind it. Uh, I, I, I don't posted an old photo of me with, like, rainbow stuff on. I was like, oh, my God, Darnell is totally going to be so mad at me. Like, my sim character has a rainbow flag in his house, but that's not in here. Um, but I get it, like, being, like, over the top. Yeah, I just think there's there's so many instances of where there is people forget that marginalized groups also have prejudice within them, right, uh, and absolutely. for us to get better, for pride to mean something a little bit more for me, we've got to talk about the prejudice that we have within the LGBTQ plus 
try saying that three times fast. Uh, LGBTQ plus uh, community. Um, we kind of, for lack of a better word, whitewash uh, things. And you know, we've got to talk about the fact that the, the reason why we have these civil rights is because of a black trans drag queen. Absolutely. You know, like yeah. who threw a rock yeah. at a police officer. Yeah. Like, and, we, and I think that a lot of people don't know their roots. And it's like in any... I don't want to say subculture because subculture isn't obviously proper for this term, but like in any division of human beings, there is a person that started it that you have to pay homage to, and whether or not, like, whether it's punk music or freaking, you know, whatever it is, you have to pay homage to, you know, that. Yeah, please say, please say her name. I'm not that good. (laughs) (laughs) But that's another thing, actually. Well, I mean, it coincides, like, I even realized, like, this past year, I realized, you know, I've been open for, I've been out for 17 years now, um, but I realized I didn't know much of my history. Right. Like, I saw right. bits of, like, Paris is Burning a couple of times when I was younger, oh, and I was like, holy shit, I need to actually take the time, I was like, can I curse? But I was like, there's fucking months. Uh, so it's fine. Uh, <laughs> you can say anything about um, this, absolutely anything. So I, like, realized I needed to be better with my own history. Right, yeah. Like, because I can't talk about things unless I educate myself. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So I'm trying to get better at that and, like, doing my own history. And paying homage. And paying homage. And, like, I think everyone needs to do that. And I think a lot of the queer community, like, there's so many things I didn't realize that I say that's from Paris is Burning. Oh, hell yeah. Like, yeah. all of our vernacular is from that. Uh, Everyone's yeah. vernacular. Absolutely. From that. I actually grew up in that era, so... Oh, really? Uh, all of that was... I recognized it when... I started going, hanging out, I guess, in the Woods Village area um, when I was 18, 19. So I did see a lot of that. I did hang out in the streets. I did go to lots of balls, the original balls back then. Um, but just yeah. to go back, um, what you were saying. We have an OG member. Sorry, I didn't want, you know, we got to okay. celebrate it's that. Okay. We got to celebrate you know, We have we all generations at this table, and that's something to celebrate. I think we all have to recognize that there's still a lot of work that we have to do because again we've come far and we've made progress but we're not there yet there's right. still a lot more we have well, to do not what's, only a, what's an example of we're not there yet give us an example for the people out there that don't so know. Can I, no, you I were know. saying yeah, okay. interrupt yeah can, can i give that like one of the i don't know if i'm the youngest here i'm 22 so yes you are <laughs> one of the nicest things we that i've gotten to <laughs> but one of the things that i really enjoyed was like that we're supposed, as a as a homosexual member of the, our LGBT community, it, you always passively just accept that you have this message and you're trying to progress forward and move on. But what we fail to do, even though we like to encompass that message, is really find out where it even came from to begin with. Yes. And that's mm-hmm. like going back to its roots. So even though we're progressively moving towards that direction, we all want to, we need to sometimes delve into like little pieces of our history to really remember the motivation as to why we're doing this. But I feel like people your age range wouldn't necessarily think of that. Whereas people in your age range, we would call you it immediately if you didn't know your history. So I feel like it needs to be both-sided. Everybody needs to know their history. Where did this come from? Who fought for our civil rights? Who was on the front lines of making sure that we, as a gay, bisexual, gay, lesbian, member of society, trans... We are questioning anybody, member of society, we are now on that level of acceptance where maybe 
45% of America is not accepting us, but there's a huge portion that is. Yeah, which before it was all of like 17 and, so, and I think the people who are, are not accepting us are really hating us. And that's where yeah. I think we need to... Well, I mean, half of the time, I feel like some of those people, unfortunately, they fester some sort of inward... Personal... Uh, some sort of personal some. strife. Some yeah. sort of... Whether it's they feel like they're on the lines themselves of a queer questioning situation and or they are, you know, actually accepting and they're shocked by it. So, like, the immediate thing to do is the exact opposite, which is to totally negate it as a thing that could be possible. Can I, can I, can I connect two things? So you talked about history. It's very important. And you talked about the white washing of queer history. You know, these things are very connected in an important way. There was a discussion that went on recently amongst a bunch of like straight people that like were claiming beyond straight white people, white Americans, like that beyond a doubt, like it was like essentially white queer men who had like started the movements. And like, you know, obviously the queer community is like, no honey, I'm sorry. But like it's amazing like, you know, how the narrative gets like kind of stolen by whoever like controls the narrative. Right. Who is the power? The power is people with money. The power is queer, usually queer men with money, let's be honest. Men with white, white picket fences. Yeah. But there's yeah. definitely a lot of culture that ends up intersection, intersecting because, you know, we, I personally sometimes, I like to get out of my own shoes and step into like a size three Louis Vuitton from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, me too. And just be like, yes. hey, what was it like to be this white gay guy who's grown up in all this money and all this privilege, but you realize that they're already encompassing a system in which they're already oppressing him as it is, and he takes that kind of hate and perpetuates it on his own people as well. And that's something that we definitely need to take in consideration when we immediately just want to start pointing fingers and say, hey, you know, we've all seemed to perpetually have suffered similar oppressive behaviors. It's just that it's coming across differently culturally. My culture is very different from his Ecuadorian culture, and obviously from your Caucasian culture or your black culture. Do you but find your cultures accepting? Yes. No. No. My culture is absolutely. I just want a yes or a no, and then we'll go into it. For me, it's a double-edged sword because, like, the Trump administration, we Mexico has had it, except we've had a hot younger Mexican guy do it. <laughs> yeah. um, for me. As a bisexual, I feel like no matter where I am on the spectrum or where I am in, in discussing, I'm not accepted until I really truly explain myself what does bisexuality mean, you know, what about you? Um, wait, what was the question? Do you feel that you're accepted because you're of your area. background and um, am I, or did I just lie? No. no, 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 no. <laughs> no I, think I kind of forgot myself. <laughs> <laughs> Have another drink. <laughs> I mean, obviously, like, one can't, like, oh, say that without addressing <laughs> on some level, like, white privilege. Obviously, the way I choose to present myself, like, is sometimes problematic in terms of, like, not fitting, fitting like, status quo kind of stuff, like, so you're not a white picket fence gay, right. and because of where you yeah. come from, it's not acceptable. Yeah, but like on the, on the spectrum, like obviously, like you know, most of the time, like we used to talk about passing as like an important thing in queer culture. Like if you could like pass, like you were like Which yeah, you, can, you not, can pass for not to interrupt anybody, <laughs> but because I can pass, obviously. 
Um, lately, I've been dressing the way I dressed in fifth and sixth grade, which is when I felt like the closest to actually my true gender slash sex, sexual identity, which was a boy. But like when I get all dolled up, I can absolutely pass. So I can pass as anything. Right. Like I can pass as a lipstick lesbian. I can pass as a bisexual whoever. Yeah. I can pass as a straight blah blah blah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it, I totally understand the whole passing thing yeah. because I've been able to embrace it and it's not fair that I can embrace it and no. others can't. You know? it's super How about you, Darnell? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's kind of weird. My brother's gay as well. Uh, so I, and I come from a. I come from. I'm living in. I was born I in the south. That's high, um, Where in the south? I was actually. I was born in Philadelphia, but I was raised in Norfolk, Virginia. Oh, so, okay. Uh, and everyone in my family is very. Yeah, it's Norfolk. Everyone in my family is very religious. I'm not religious, um, but I. So I, it was an issue growing up, but then I, I kind of got over it when I was seventeen. Because I you don't. You got over it, or your family got over it? I got over it because I don't. I haven't. I don't talk to my family. Okay. Uh, and it's a uh, it's a personal choice. Like my dad, I love my dad. My, dad, my dad's great. It's just we just I'm I've had a hard time when I was younger dealing with family, and I moved here when I was twenty. Um, so like. I very very quickly became a bitch. <laughs> There's no other way to put it. Uh, where I just like, like I don't have time for you. Like that's a defense or yeah. Well, it's you know like my mom. I haven't talked to my mom in a long time, but my mom like I haven't seen her since I was 18, and that was like a choice between her and I. So it's just sort of like it's like hey, if I have that relationship with her, it's like I don't have time for you, Bradley, who I don't fucking <laughs> know. Like, right, right. I haven't talked to my father since I was 20. Either, but my stepfather. Oh my god. I mean, he would be so bummed if he knew I mentioned him on this because he's so conservative. It's ridiculous. But for a conservative man to then, like, accept the fact that, like, my girlfriend was on her way over and my boyfriend was on his way over in three days. Oh. My dad was pretty good about it. Meanwhile, my mom was like, girl, what size heels do you wear? Like, put that shit off. I was like, all right, mom, calm the goddamn fuck down. You're adorable. Did you ever pick up in your parents' house? Um... <laughs> well, I lived with my mom because my, my dad and my mom got divorced. You don't have to answer. I don't give a fuck. Wait, no, I, you do have to answer. Hold on. No, I like fucked a couple of guys in my mom's apartment when we lived together. Like when I was like nineteen. Um, nice. But she did it. She was at work. Oh. Okay. Uh, so I made sure it was safe. <laughs> she was gone. Um, but she she was had the most difficulty with it because she would still say, "Well, you know, one day you might meet a nice little lady." Well, she wanted Grammys. Well, I could have given her like yeah, I love kids. I used to love kids. Now I hate them. Or whatever. Oh, but they're really cute from like afar. Yeah. <laughs> so cute from afar. Yeah. Right? Like I, if I could do like part time children, I would. Oh, I would love to. Yeah. Like giving them back is. Is there an app for that? Yeah. So, <laughs> children sharing app. I don't. <laughs> that would be so helpful. Working people would love that. We're gonna like, get shut down. Kids. All right. So the next the next topic that we want to discuss is this week in wrestling, which obviously some of us at the table do not have that much experience with. However, I remember old school wrestling. Feel free to chime in with an anecdote and or question. <laughs> However, Darnell, this is specifically for you. I feel like. So, a couple of things I want to bring up tonight, and I want your honest opinion. No holds barred, please be honest. The first thing I want to talk about is Sunny Kiss, aka Exolicious, debut Woo-hoo! in Lucha Underground. Holy shit! 
let's just talk about the fact that we have a queer representing male wrestler who's sexy as goddamn F. He is. Right? I, his ass is just like... Oh, my lord. Oh, my God. Man. This wrestler oh I know. If you, you know guys him? Oh, my God. Know. I watch his, like, wrestling videos. Sunny or Kiss his and or Exolicious, so which yeah. is his Lucha Sorry. Underground name. Okay. Holy... First of all, I'd like to say, congratulations, Sunny Kiss, ex, a.k.a. Exolicious, on your Lucha Underground debut. And also, your win, your debut, and you won. You did a great job. It was a great match. You had amazing moves. We had the splits and the back bends and all the (laughs) naughty things you do and the twerk. By the way, seeing a guy, a queer person, twerk on fucking goddamn TV. Holy shit. What do you have to say about that? If <laughs> uh, you don't have anything, I have plenty to say about that. Sunny, Sunny, Sunny Kiss is a one of a kind. Um, mm-hmm. As a person. And he's a local. Oh, my he God. He does. He I So I did a podcast for Capital Wrestling, and he is kind of our main attraction. Hell and yeah. it was very, as a person who's been watching wrestling for 22 years, and being obviously if you couldn't tell black uh, a, 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 a black gay man like I would have never thought I would have saw that representation on the big screen on the wrestling screen in the squared circle uh, so seeing Sunny Kiss when I first went to Capital Wrestling was like blew my mind to the point where like I've met everyone I've slept with a couple never and uh, he was the one person I felt super uncomfortable besides Daniel Bryan where I felt like really nervous to me because I'm just like you are someone that I would have never thought at 10 years old that I would see because he's he's black he's he's openly that's the first time you saw him when you were 10 no, 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 oh, I'm saying, sorry. like, when I started watching, that's what I was saying. Oh, okay. I, it would have never crossed my mind. At 10 years old, you wouldn't have had that ability, right? Um, him being, and he's unapologetically, like, feminine. Yeah. Which I love. Like, he comes out in a crop top. Like, yeah, he does. Oh, he comes out, like, in cheerleading things. His boyfriend's oh. also really hot. Yes. Uh, he is. Oh, right, God. and that's the other thing, is he's just so open and vocal he's about so having open. a boyfriend. It's not even a question. Who's also a wrestler. And, like, and, and by the way, his pronouns are he. Yes. Him. It's not she. Just because he has a more feminine sort of... Uh, showing, if you will. He's more like, fabulous than others. He's more yeah. fabulous, right? Because well Sunny Kiss is more fabulous. He's not a she. Do not say, hey, girl. Yeah. Unless you're on that level with Sunny. And that's something I'll say. Like, do not do not assume people's exactly. anything. That's Because I will kick your ass. And he'll <laughs> kick with, he, with his he, ass. With he his will ass. kick your ass with his ass. He'll oh. kick all fuck <laughs> off your face. I'm, oh. I'm still Googling Sunny. This is the most important <laughs> thing about Sunny, too, I think, is that. Um, he's just a good guy. There's yeah. no like. Oh, oh, look at that! It's ass. ridiculous. If you haven't, please Google. I'm sorry. I watched. I watched the exercise just, routine with uh, his butt muscle. It's whatever. It's his. It's it's amazing. I try to do it at the gym, and like I start crying. And stuff. I've been trying to work my ass, and I watch Sunny Kiss oh. slash Exolicious videos, and I will never be there. But oh my god, thank you for giving me like gold seriously and also 
You're a great wrestler. You do awesome great. moves. You do you do a great job of wrestling. So of representing the flips and stuff. And flips and splits and oh fucking doodads and shibooby dooies. <laughs> I don't even know. Words I don't even know. Because even I remember the other night I was watching Lucha Underground and even the announcers were like, I don't even know what the fucking move is called. It was that good. So, great job, Sunny, Woo-hoo. a.k.a. Exolicious. Yay! Yay! You are representing the queer community in an amazing way, and shout out to you. You keep on twerking on our faces, because we need to see that! The other thing I wanted to talk about for this week um, was Mike Paris coming out as a gay wrestler. He did a... Um, documentary YouTube which was done by Kenny Johnson I thought it was really great I thought it represented the gay community slash wrestlers in the gay community very well Um, and it was also cool to see a different side of it instead of somebody that was openly out and okay with everything it was nice to see like the other side like what do wrestlers that you know have more of like a masculine exterior, what do they face as an openly queer wrestler? And I think it did a good job of expressing that. Ho- so hopefully they face boners, lots of wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> well he's the wrestler for Evolve. He's come a long way and I definitely think that um, fuck what you heard. I think that that documentary is something you should definitely watch and you know take into consideration. Do you have any thoughts on that Jonathan? Yeah, I haven't seen the documentary. Uh, okay. I really want to see it. I know Pero, obviously. Um, I'm very curious about the relationship. Wait, how well do you know? Not nearly as much as I want to. Did he come in your face? I wish. Uh, <laughs> actually, I don't like that. Like, what's oh, why are we, you're not a new hockey. Why are we wasting protein? Fair. Oh. Where she's a fair oh, 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 in your face might be in your mouth. Oh, okay. Oh, in my face. Oh, this is like, I mean, I mean, unless you're... 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 Unless hyper-masculine men in wrestling kind of get a little bit more of the intention and I don't like that um, as opposed to like a as Sunny. opposed to someone to Sunny or okay. um, Ashton Star or Billy Dixon or someone like Rick Cattalo Rick Cattalo or Rick Ruffles Feathers um, he's been I openly like the, gay I like the feathers I like it you know he's been openly gay for 14 years I gave Rick a shout out on the last podcast for the LGBTQ yeah. wrestling and he's, he's now a part of uh, Capital Wrestling all these plugs better get me something for fucking free <laughs> <laughs> uh, can we have at least like a sweat napkin like Jesus Christ <laughs> or a cheese napkin I don't yes. like that either I meant uh, that um <laughs> But it's a great story, but it's also, I love to see that in the juxtaposition between someone like Billy Dixon, for example, mm-hmm. to see the, the trials and tribulations that he goes through. Because even when I, I interviewed him for a podcast, and he talked very openly that, like, even he gets treated in someone like, for example, Effie. What love Effie. Right, right. Um, but there's a difference in the way right. that they're treated. Effie gets treated with open arms, I feel like, because Effie has paved a way, and Effie has been like, this is who I am, and fuck you. And fair enough, but not every wrestler has, you know, encompassed that sort of fuck you ability. So I definitely yeah. understand 
Can I ask? Can I ask you guys a question? Of course. What do you think of in terms of um, these these queer wrestlers? Like, how much like are they working like their queerness into their their like? Well, one thing I'll say is I like that for a wrestler, as an example, Sunny Kiss. Does he do that? No, okay. the idea is like he's just gay. He's just yes. who he is. Like his moves are his moves. Okay. All you know in the indies and in you know on TV, and also his um, swagger is the same. He carries himself as an effeminate male mm. and not a female. Do not call him queen. He is a fucking king. That's Sunny Kiss. So nice. I I would say to people. You know, check him out. He is a great queer wrestler, and you you'll see, you know, glimpses of that queerness through his wrestling. But it's not something that necessarily needs to take the stage because it's not a gimmick. It's just who he is, and it's encompassed in the way that he moves his body within the ring. Um, yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> a delight. Uh, yeah, I agree. I do. Also, hmm, this is gonna be kind of shady. No, so no, I'm not gonna say go. I'm say not gonna say it. Names. No, no, but okay. they're all. I, I don't mind it when they do that. I also do like the one thing. Like, not that I said anything negative towards Peril, but I do like that Peril makes a conscious decision to do documentaries, to talk about on his Twitter all the time about LGBT, LGBT plus uh, youth, and like how important it is. There are other openly gay wrestlers. Who just use their fine ass bodies to be on the cover of DNA? Okay. Mm-hmm. So I, I wish they would actually. What do you? What's DNA? Like you know, a little gay bag. Um, <laughs> but I wish they would do more for the community instead of just being like, I'm gay, you should like me. Right. Um, and I'm just like, but what have you done for me lately? Right. 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 What has you know when you have that platform, especially if you're maybe you coming from the United States. You realize encompass to the rest of the world. We enjoy a privilege that you know constantly needs to be reiterated as generations pass on. Because we're not like computers, you know, you're automatically uploaded with this information. You have to pass that knowledge personally, face to face, or like now through technology somehow, to say, hey, we work for this, and you know, we kind of have the world stage, and we can allow other countries to sort of follow it without you know getting very hostile. You're right. It can't be an American thing. It's like listen. We have the queer thing established. Where's India? Where's Cuba? Where's yeah. Colombia? Where's Argentina? Where are all the countries where, you know, in Saudi Arabia, women are just allowed to finally just drive their vehicles. Just and, like, you have already backlash of, like, them making and videos just, the way guys are making videos with cars. And they're, just and, they're, and they're saying, hey, now they're going to take it away. It's just like, no, this is just showing you the double-edged sword that somebody likes to hold, you know? They have to own it because it's like, hey, we finally have this privilege to take advantage, but at the same time, put it in check, man. Don't just right. come out and say, right. I'm That's gay. Yeah. Give me the attention. You say, hey, I'm gay. But hey, you but guys, I have a platform. You gotta work for it. I have a reason. I have a thing. And that's more palatable to the American digest, unfortunately. But fine. Whatever we can do to stuff ourselves down in their throats without being regurgitated first. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and the next segment that we have. So enough about wrestling. Um, one thing I did want to talk about really super quick before I get into the actual next segment is just quick. Check out Hannah Gatsby, Nanette, on 
Netflix, it made me cry. Um, if you were a lesbian, queer, questioning, transgender, bisexual, gay, straight, whatever the fuck you are, it's really great stand-up comedy, and it's also something that I think that people will really take something from, especially if you are part of the lesbian community, or and or if you're queer and have felt ostracized. She does a great job of representing um, what it means to be queer. And I don't know if any of you have watched it, but I... Nobody watched it. No, Katie Gatsby. That's all the top. Right. I watched her Kate. Yeah, suck my dick. She's great. Definitely watch it. Um, And also, one other thing I want to talk about is at Brody Ray Music, one of the first transgendered acts to ever be featured on America's Got Talent. Super fucking cool. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Beautiful BT voice. Dubs, beautiful voice, voice uh, beautiful human, pride, beautiful story. Pride, pride, he pride. has been transitioning for eight years now, fully oh. transitioned. Absolutely beautiful voice. I literally was like... From like a small ass, like, like square I have the state. Chill, I have the chills just talking about it. Yeah, yeah like a small... Nebraska or something. Nebraska. Like that. I, I have a double I take know, of the right <laughs> yeah, 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 I have the... Maybe I have the chills. I was like... <laughs> anyway, so Brody Ray Music, holler, yeah. you are hot, yeah. and your pants were dope, so. yeah. and your song was dope. So it was really cool to see on the main super pop culture stage a member of the trans community. So awesome job to you. You did a great job singing, and I hope you get work through. Yeah, and I you were a fucking mug. I was really like, <laughs> I was really disappointed that we couldn't. Um, get someone from the transgender community on the podcast tonight for representation during Pride Month. But Well, we didn't get a lot of people, and that's okay. Yeah, we didn't get Over time. lesbian, we didn't get trans, we didn't get... Pansexual. Well, yeah, I think I, I feel like I'm a pansexual. <laughs> I think we've got pansexual. Alright, next segment yes. is uh, People's Choice, which... Ever since I dabbled in the topic of fisting, I've gotten a lot of inquiries about yeah. how do I fist. Yeah. <laughs> so what I did is I searched the globe for, <laughs> for a daddy and his sub um, that were willing to discuss fisting and also things uh, regarding fisting. So I'd like to introduce Red Panda and Bruce Wayne. Hey guys. Hey. Reintroduce. Hey. Obviously, you've been here the whole time, but yeah. <laughs> you know, just in case you forgot their names. Um, so, people want to know about fisting. I believe A Love is going to take this conversation because I'm not a fisting connoisseur. I fisted once, never been fisted. Hashtag never been fisted. Kind of like <laughs> <laughs> never been kissed. But if you did notice, my fit. Is it never been fisted yet? Look at that little teensy baby fist, right? Right? That's pretty easy. The ducks, yeah, you could take my fist. Yeah, Yeah. you're like, that's fucking, that's an appetizer to a fucking. My fist is a warm-up, so if anybody needs a warm-up fist. Alright, so take it away, you guys. I don't know what the fuck to talk to you about, because I've never really done this. I fisted one girl, like, partially, and she's like, was it vaginal or vaginal? Vaginas are elastic. It was vaginal. Uh, okay. Vaginas are elastic, so I don't have much to say. So you guys take it away. Oh. A love. Yeah. And our uh, <laughs> string closers. 
So, okay, so in a multifaceted, so I really liked when we were talking about having you guys come on. Um, you sound like a nice, great uh, write-up about our BFF. So, like, I want to give you, like, a space to, like, talk about that and, like, you know, you know, I really liked what it's about. You know, here at The Screw, we, like, trying to support, like, super queer positivity and, like, positivity around sexuality in general, whatever you are on the grayscale. Um, so... Um, tell us about what does RBFF stand for? Yeah. So RBFF stands for Red and Bruce uh, Fist Fucking. Ooh. So, I was like, what is that? Or, or, now or I'm paying fist attention. Fun, depending on what you're or into. Fist fun. Fist, fist fun. Okay. Just fist yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yes. Fist, <laughs> fisty cuffs of sorts. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's more recognized within the community. The the F-F. double capital F yes. usually stands for. You know. Felicia fucking Rose. <laughs> 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 Sorry. I knew that was the only time I'd be able to insert myself into this conversation. So I, I just want to tell you briefly the whole yeah, reason me, why. What is RBFF? What does that mean so, to you guys? I'm going to start off with a personal view. Um, I used to work in the West Village area. This was back in the day when we didn't have Grindr, we didn't have smartphones or anything like that. We actually used the phone. So you had to meet people. I had to like, meet people either in the phone lines or not meet people like back alleys, back alleys, yeah. getting lunch somewhere online or anything like that. So being in the West Village area, I met a lot of guys, which was great. Um, so in my early twenties, I met a lot of guys that introduced me to a lot of things. One of the things I was introduced to was uh, fisting. Okay. And wait, I, how old were you when this happened? I was actually 23. Okay. Okay. So you were young. Into, I was you young. Were, you were like three years old. <laughs> when was, you, can I ask you when you lost your virginity? Uh, 19. Okay. okay, so a fresh four years yeah, fresh four into years. slamming it down, backing up and then backing it up and dumping. Yeah. It was, getting okay. Well, actually, no. no. So what happened was it was a party. And this particular party had different rooms, and each room had a particular scene. And one of the scenes was this guy, he was an older guy, very hot. Um, he was in a sling, ready to, you know, welcoming whoever wanted to come over. To penetrate him. To penetrate him. Okay. But since he was in a sling, you know, there was a lot of accoutrements, which was lubes and uh, glove and all of that. So he basically told me what I needed to do, and I did it. And it turned me on big time. So was this your first time doing this? It was my first time. That's awesome. And what was great about it was that he kind of gave me instructions. He's like, Okay, you're gonna take this, you're gonna do this, you're gonna go in slow, you're gonna you're gonna So you your like someone dominating the situation. Yeah, so he actually not even though he was in control and he was the bottom, the fact that he was just showing me and teaching me a lot, which was kind of hot. So I'm that guy now. I am really? all <laughs> that guy now. Like I'm, I'm going out and I'm like... Yeah, but I feel like you know... Do you know what you're doing? Do you know, or do you know what to ask for? Now, to say? this point, like... Like, um, you know to be like, how... Like, when did you get manicure class? Yeah, so like... Let yeah, me see your that's, that's the whole process longer. that Bruce yeah. has showed me ever since, like, uh, we started engaging in this activity and uh, I wanted to know more about it. Mm-hmm. But being as young as I am, um, I didn't want to hurt myself or harm myself in a manner that can, you know, be you very mean, disastrous. You mean take the fist? No, like, you know, there are accidents that can happen in, in the means of fisting, you know, but so you don't want them. No, but are you, or can I ask you, are you a taker? Or oh, I'm a taker. Like, oh, great. Right. So, like, while getting fisted, you have to be careful of things like 
sharp nails, um, you know, Cuticle. internal damage, internal damage, and also the pace that they're going at with you because it's they could it's, do some damage. They, it's, it could be damage that leaves you uncomfortable for a couple hours afterwards, oh. or maybe even a day into the point where it's just like, okay, it depends on how sensitive you are. But Wait, have you ever been damaged beyond like a day? Have you ever had like internal nerve damage? No, no, not internal nerve damage, but you know, you always want to avoid those situations. So you want to find someone who's not very jittery to like just jump into it. But it's just like trying to break down the process and understand that you know you're gonna encompass something that's a little bit more far fetched than. Do you see words? Of course, yeah, definitely, absolutely. Can I ask two questions? Sure. I'm just very curious. Uh, One, have you? So I figured you and uh, Batman. (laughs) Did it, you did it uh, together for the first time? Yes. For you? So, so was that something that you had wanted, you had wanted to do fisting before? Yes, I had pursued fisting and only because I was kind of going through dildos and what I mean by that is like, going through. I finally upgraded to this nice big black dildo and I was home alone. You know, I had some lube. I mean, if you want to take me out tonight. (laughs) (laughs) I squatted and I slipped on the lube that was on the floor. And I realized, holy shit, the whole thing is in. And what do I do? So I slowly came out of it. And I was like, whoa, that was really hot. I felt good. Because it kind of took me a while to get off of it. So I I kept pushing back down and coming back up. Because I was really scared of what exactly was going to happen. In terms of like coming the feeling. across the fucking, <laughs> I mean, of course. <laughs> but then, but then when I realized the big, the the huge dildo that I had, I was like, this is bigger than like two hands. So I started looking up a little bit more intense porn, and then I was like, oh, there's a whole community on it. So did you ever fist yourself? No, I got. I've had a couple guys get four fingers in, but I never got to the fifth finger. Like four fingers. That's <laughs> nothing. <laughs> the four finger challenge. Wait, can I ask you a question? Because forever I've been taught like this is the entrance way. To, is this right? Yes, yes, this is the duck bill. All right, we compared do to what though? What else? Compared to this, compared to like people. Like oh, I literally would have figured it would have been like, like, like no, no, you gotta do duck, like one punch and then man. once you're in, you need to so, slowly. Open what's your second question? Wait, so inside or... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah you tend to. No, as a person who, like, doesn't, like... We've talked about this before. I don't particularly care for sexual intercourse. Like, I'll do it. Like, sure. Put your dick in me. Um, but, like... Put your dick in me. I'm just so curious about, like, how you figure out the mechanics around it, like, so that you don't get damaged. Like, how do you... Manicures. No, I mean, like, what, what, how far, like, because like, I, feel, I feel like you go so far up. All right, so, like, okay. how, do you, how do you know what a negabic one to Okay, step one. All right. Here we go. Get a manicure. So, here's, here's, here's a couple of rules. Okay. <laughs> yeah. but, but before we get into the whole logistics, yeah, tell us. it's all about the mental stimulation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. You have to be in that frame of mind. Have okay. a shot. To have a shot. Do Can whatever you need. Do whatever you need. Yes. Have you ever taken a fest? No. So okay. let me but, just tell you. But quickly. you were a fist giver. Yes. Okay. I just want people to understand what we're working. By the way, okay. that's <laughs> totally okay. Some of us totally look for tops. You know, me and my friend go out and we're like, "Hey, you have blue? You're top. Wait, are you a total top? Oh no, no, no. yeah. Like I'm a, I'm a top ninety percent of the time. Nice. And so, then ten percent. Um, anyways. So here's the thing with fisting. First of all, there's no accidents in fisting. 
It's yeah. you gotta. It is what it is. If you want it, then you have to stand up for it. Fifty uh, percent of the fisting is wanting it, and fifty percent is actually taking it. Taking it. So, if you're not mentally ready for it, don't do it because like you're not. Right now you're not. You're not gonna be able to reach that capacity where it becomes pleasurable. For men, because we have prostates. We, we have that ability to get that stimulation through our prostate, which can lead to great uh, anal orgasms, mm-hmm. where literally it's better than like jerking off like intensely because you're actually feeling a lot more internally than you would if you would just, just whack off or have someone suck your dick. Can I interject for one second? Yeah. I haven't been fisted, but I fisted a woman, and it was sort of the same in yeah. that intimacy way. Yeah. So, although we don't prove a peace spot, it is like an intimate act where, and it's also easier because it's elastic. <laughs> so, I just want to say one thing about fisting a female. I've never been fisted, but I've done a little. Because look how little, look at how, <laughs> put your hand up to mine. Look at how tiny my fists are. Yeah, I could do double, double duck. Okay. Back on the floor. So um, there's many ways to get that stimulation going, whether it be your traditional couple of fingers in, you want to put all your fingers in. Um, there's certain levels and where you can actually exper- experience a lot of pleasure. You can do the regular fingers, couple of fingers, your whole fist, and then once you're inside the cavity, the first anal cavity, um, wait, wait, this wait. morning was. We're going to explain that. Wait, wait, wait. Tell us how to get past the regard. So we got two fingers in, right? So your first, we your first pass is the regard. I feel like da, 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 this da. is like, like Bill Nye. Like, I'm learning <laughs> so much. So the sonic rings. It just keeps going. That is the perfect <laughs> way to describe that food. You got to get so much. I'm in the Emerald City. You're going to get sonic rings, you know? All right, it's like Rainbow Road. In Mario Kart, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the best level. Um, so, so the first, your first, your first goal is to actually get your fist or hand through the rectum and into the anal cavity. How do you know that you're through the rectum? You're up. Well, because you actually you feel it because there's an act, there's another barrier oh, where okay. you can actually feel the beginning of another hole or pathway because that oh. will be your technically what we call your second hole. That kind actually of, goes kind through. Of like, kind yeah. of like a vaginal wall and the uterus. Once you're past the uterus, yes. you can feel it. Just yeah. trying to relate to the woman out there. That My biology it. teacher did not. Do <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't have a gay agenda, so. Exactly. They don't have a gay agenda. You yeah. only have one bum and no rectum. Yeah, so here's the thing, though. Uh, not everyone is uh, created the same okay. mm-hmm. uh, internally. All butts are different. All butts are different. So you like snowflakes. Like snowflakes, but also internally, you know, your anal cavity and your colon, they're all, they're, they're not the same. Right. Some of them, their second hole goes up, some of them, second holes go down. Okay. So you have to kind of assess what you're doing because you don't want to cause harm. Destruction. Yeah. And then once you have that ability that that bottom wants to take it, and then you're actually going in. You also have to stimulate that person's mind. You have to stimulate that person physically. So I'm actually more of a passionate fister. I actually like to ask questions. I like to know how you're doing. I like to know, does this feel good? Because if they respond Wait, can you positively. Give us, can you give us a yes. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, can you pretend you're 
this inside of me right now and be like, oh, <laughs> oh my god. Baby, how do you drink? feel? Nah, not even baby. Like, I'm, since I'm Latino, so I'm more like, mm. you know, puppy how's this feeling? Mm. What's up? Yeah, puppy house. It's fun. It's Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I get excited. I get excited when I fist. So, like, you know, since I'm older, um, things work a little slower than others. But when I'm actually fisting somebody and if they're enjoying it, I get I get hard. I get like Woo! that really turns me on because it's more of you're kind of having this moment with your bottom that is kind of that's very unique. special special and you they are literally and physically literally opening putty, themselves to they're putty you, you in your hands or yeah. on your hands yeah and then when they are comfortable with you that's when they tell you all of a sudden the bottom becomes the person taking control of the situation so then they'll say more or then they'll say stop or they'll they say or not they'll say go faster or not shake it faster, shake it faster. I've had a lot of um, the bottoms that, as soon as I put my fist in without going through the second cavity, if I shake my hand a certain way, I can get them stimulated and they can come pretty quickly. Immediately. I'm really confused <laughs> about one thing. I know, oh my God, you came so quick. <laughs> I'm a loving, I've been a loving. I don't know much about, I'm fascinated about fetishes in general just because I'm like, kind of like, do your own thing. Like, there are certain things that like, I'm just like, yes, be my wrestler. Um, that I, but there's certain things I enjoy. But like, what the sensation of like, I'm so sorry for like, when you said you shake it, you shake your like. What is the motion that you're doing inside? So here oh, is like jiggling. It's yeah. like jiggling. So, so like, like if I'm in, in, I may be in, and then I may go like this. This motherfucker is Where they have the thumb out like that's this. Like, that's in in sign language. Like, that's smart. I was gonna ask about this. The contrast of like your nails, which are totally not fisting friendly, versus your nails. Well, this hand is like a little bit more. Oh my god. You gotta be right there. I'm sorry. Do do I have consent to look your finger? (laughs) Do you orgasm a lot, like, without, like, being touched through fisting? Uh, yeah, there's a very, they're very intense feelings to the point where like I end up peeing on myself. No, it's, um, yeah. one of well, those, it happens. Which is, which is a shout like, out to the last episode. Pissing during sex is a normal activity. Female yeah, and yes. or male, do not be ashamed. I'm not gonna lie, even though invest in rubber sheets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, at some point, I really kind of strive for it. Like it, it's just an amazing right. sensation of like yeah. getting fisted and peeing at the same time. Oh, you let a woman fist you? Yes, definitely. It's something. Have you ever had a woman fist you? No, but um, you have you ever had a woman fist you? Yes. <laughs> Yes. All right, we'll be back on that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, come on. The question, though, because, like, this is... No, no, oh, you need no. to get your manicure. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, we'll get to that. Um, uh, question, though. Um, is the thumb in or out? I know you have this little trick, trick finger thing, but in general, what is the rule? So if you are starting, you want to kind of put everything in. Okay. But once you assess or you have a, a bottom that has been... Around opened a little has been opened already. Okay. Then you start you start trying different tricks. But okay. you're never like the, you're not like doing the like single leg. <laughs> yeah, you can. Yeah. Yeah. I've had a guy go single leg and single leg and I'm like going crazy. I'm like, it was good. It was uh, amazing. Well, you know what? You should have been Beyonce. You know what's really interesting after.
yes. 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 Tell us. Getting really fucked like. by regular dick. Oh, it's like a nothing. whole new world. Yeah. It's a whole new world. Like, yes, I thought it was been. just like, oh, I'm done for. I'm this big glazed donut now. I was like, fuck. <laughs> but then when I went out to get fucked, I was like, holy shit, it feels like I'm a virgin again. Like, really? I couldn't, it's because you're, you're I couldn't sensitive. seem to you're contain sensitive. anything. Yeah. Like, I was like moving the way I was like running yeah. away so, from Zoom so, before. So and he had to grab me. I was like, your nerve right? endings ending. You have a lot. I'll say this for men and women, your nerve endings. If they're not stimulated on a regular basis, they can kind of go dull. They die. Mm-hmm. Use it or lose it. Yes. And I know a lot of girls who, like, lost some journeys, had some sex. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. The worst baby, baby boy, Me let, too. Let me just suck your dick it's for, like, six hours. It's because I'm so <laughs> okay. not into showering. So, so let me just, so I'm, I'll, let's, let's, is there anything else you would like to say? Yeah, on behalf like, so, of yeah. fisting. So one of the things that, um, you know, there's different variations of fisting and ass play and pleasure on you get absolutely I've had guys that I've met that are curious I've had tops that are like nah I'm not into that bullshit and next thing you know I have my hand in their ass yeah Uh, a couple of my clients I feel like that's gonna be me a couple of my clients are actually I have some I have three straight men that are Ooh, one married clients. Yeah, it's like a business. What's what? business? It's more like a service. Mm. No. Wait, you have like three blind men? Like three straight men, like three blind men. And they're like three straight, and they like they come See over because they we like fist. to get fisted. See yeah. how we fist. Well, we like to joke about it. We call it the learning annex. It's the learning annex, basically. Okay. Yes. So the learning annex. No, 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 wait. That, uh, that's probably like through. I hope they do it with like all their partners. So look, though. here's the thing, mm. we, and not just doing it on the well, side. Uh, that's what I mean. Well, you want to know one of the things that I've come to realize as a 22 <laughs> year old in this well, like, yes, fast so paced like <laughs> like fucking technology, and then hanging out with older people. I'm just like, yo, this whole love shit is on a huge spectrum. <laughs> and sometimes you might be stuck in a relationship and you can't control your feelings towards other people. Mm-hmm. So it's not that you keep it on the low. It's just that you put a lid on it and you let it play out because. If you deny yourself that, you're kind of denying yourself some happiness Correct. or some pleasure. Correct. You want to just let it, you know, you try to allow it to reach certain boundaries. And when you cross them, as an adult and as somebody who carries free will, you got to accept that responsibility. you got to face the consequences later on and be like, hey, you know, I did fuck up. I did it with intention. I did it with this because I was enjoying myself. I fisted you with a hangnail yeah. on purpose. I've had, um, <laughs> I've had people come because, say, their lover has you know they're going through chemo and their oh, sexual appetite right. is not the same as it used to be it's a huge and and they're trying to find a different outlet they want to find a place where they can be safe they can you know dabble they can express themselves sexually have That's a good beautiful. time and then go back to their regular lives That's just beautiful. like sex is great yeah be- thank and you it is it is to all the the workers out there that are sex workers and or just people that Maybe exchange knowledge. Thank you. Um, it is Pride Month, so I do want to say thank you to everybody that is a sex worker that has put themselves on the line. Whether you are teaching somebody how to fist or you're having sex with somebody for money, whatever you're doing out there, I just want to say it's Pride Month and good for you. And fuck Backpage for getting shut down. Oh, and no. if you need to sell your nudes, hey, holler at me. I will do my best to pimp your nudes out. <laughs> Send me the nipple blurred version. We'll go for it. 
so, so, so just to wrap up, is there any, um, I mean, obviously, if anybody has any questions about this topic, you can hit. Uh, we can, uh, they can go to rbffinformation at gmail.com. So we're in the process of just, you know, sort of organizing our content, trying to figure out what we can do as a platform, Excellent. given that we have the internet to sort of create a web page and allow people to chime in and, you know, maybe even, like, want to even participate. couples or male female couples because there there are a lot of people that really want to be able to try the next level of sexual pleasure that it's considered taboo I don't think fisting should be in that category that that's a fetish it's now what someone's into I've met a lot of guys in their late teens and early 20s that are completely into that when I was growing up it was never like that so I never really had an opportunity to really do a lot of fisting play when I was in my early 20s. I'm happy to say that I can do it now with people that are in their 20s that are want that they just oh, want yeah. it because they, they enjoy it. They they love the pleasure of it and I love doing it and it's it's very cool. Um, well, I just want to say to, wait, I'm sorry, I just want to say thank you guys for talking about fisting. I'm sure we'll have some follow-up responses questions maybe. Back yeah, them. and definitely Maybe emails. we could do like yeah. an after hours little demonstration. I don't know. That might be something available through our Patreon at some point. I think I just hit you. No, I don't. Okay. But thank you guys so much for coming on and thank coming you. on and explaining that. Thank you for Darnell for coming on and talking about wrestling. We have a last segment, which is our bonus segment. And if you're lucky enough to be able to view it and or listen to it, it's going to be a little never have I ever. So does everybody have some alcohol inside of their cup? Because I we will be taking alcohol. Yeah. Alright, pour up your cup, There's everybody. No like, oh, oh no, we, okay. we have that. No, we don't. That's okay. I'm a big boy now. <laughs> I have Sprite. Do you want some Sprite? <laughs> Do you want some Sprite? We have orange juice and we have Thank water. Oh my god. Well, you might have to do five shots. You need more juice to kill. Oh, Jesus. I'm going to, you know what? Are you, are you, are you, I'm going to take it. Are you assuming I'm vanilla or not vanilla? Vanilla in terms of what? Flavor? Well, like in terms of... I'm chocolate. Because <laughs> I said so. Okay. I'm caramel. I'm Sorry. Okay. All right, so for our last segment, which is our bonus slash boner segment... We have a quick little game of Never Have I Ever. I asked everybody to fill up their cups because we're going to be taking shots. So for whoever um, puts down a finger, so if you've done it before, you will be taking a shot. And if you don't have enough in your cup. Should we start our hands like this? Yes. (laughs) 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 The theme of the week is safe fisting. Or we can just go like this. First step in safe fisting is get a manicure. Second step is asking for permission. (laughs) So, never have I ever. I'll start. Never have I ever fisted a boy. 
If you fisted a boy, put a finger down. Okay, I'm gonna put my thumb down. Oh. Aaron. Start with my thumb. Yeah. Bruce, you no, put a. No, well, not him. No red panda. Okay. No fisted, fisted. Right? You had, you said, have I ever fisted? Something? I never have I ever fisted something. Right. Have you fisted something? Yes. yes. Oh, okay. okay. Red panda has. I am not. No Jarnell. <laughs> oh. And a love out. All right, cool. There's we, still time. We have yeah. to remember this is iTunes friendly too, so we have to kind oh. of tell people what we're doing. All right. Next, Aaron. I mean, Aaron. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> never have I ever pissed in an asshole. Oh, shit. Oh, Wait, I uh, fucked that up. You're supposed to do something you have You're supposed to drink. Too late. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, that's All okay. right. But well, you pretend like you have it. All right. <laughs> I'm going to be so wasted after this. <laughs> uh, I like how you put one. Okay. Turn up. I'm gonna call myself out on this, and that's fine, because I'm just curious about other people. Never have I ever had sex in a park. What? what? Shit. Especially in the summer. That's not to do it. I like that qualifier. Oh my god, must be I used to do that years back in the day. That was the original grinder. The park was the original Hell yes. That was your social media. Red pandas out. Oh. You're not done. Sorry, guys. No, not yet. Yo, Jorgito. <laughs> one left. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's this place in London I need to tell you about. It's okay. amazing. Wait, where is in Paris? I need to the vault. The vault. You know it. Alright, who's next? Yes! You're next. Dicks galore. You're still so uh, 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 never, never, never. Uh, Do something feminine. Hello. Because it's easy. You're at one. Uh, I'm at never have I ever had a period. <laughs> I have one. Wait, 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 wait. Never have there I. There was an exclamation. Never, wait, wait, I got one. Never have I ever been fucked in a hotel room in New Orleans on my period. Oh, I was about to say, you were good up <laughs> to a certain point. <laughs> that Remember last that point. time when we had the. But if you were bleeding, does it and still they, they called me and they were like, is somebody alive? There was like an accident alive. scene. They were going to charge the credit card. Like it was like Carrie. It was hot. Yeah. yeah. Oh okay. Because right. I didn't know I had my period. <laughs> so Aaron was sleeping that. during it, and I was getting fucked after I rolled home on his motorcycle in this hotel room. And then all of a sudden, I turned the lights in the morning to like get, gather my to see the aftermath. Shit. No, I didn't care about that. And there was just blood streaks and like yeah. Wow. All right. Never have I ever Aaron. Uh, never have I ever. Um, I had one left. Never have yeah. I ever been part of an orgy. <laughs> Alright. Bye. <laughs> okay. So Alright, everybody. Just wrap up. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to The Screw Season 2, Episode 2 on Much Obliged TV. Thank you guys so much to my guest, Bruce Wayne. Thank you. Thank Fred Panda. Thanks. Our fist and connoisseur. <laughs> A love my co-host. And Dinell Lichus, aka Darnell Mitchell, thank you so much for being here. I still have to you like 22 times. Thank you guys for tuning in, and um, we'll be here in a couple weeks with stuff about my titties. Yeah, we just want to, just just before we go, if there's any other, says right. um, this Pride Month, if there's any other organizations that you guys want to like give a shout out to, I just want to give a quick shout out to Song, um, otherwise known as Southerners on New Ground. You can catch them at southernersonnewground.org. Um, they're known for one of these great uh, organization things, the Black Mamas Bailout, uh, which is a great organization to get black uh, women out of jail and raise bailout dollars for them. Um, so donate, support, agitate. Their uh, slogan is building a political home across race, class, culture, gender, and sexuality. Uh, just the last one, I urge you to support uh, actupnewyork.org. Um, their AIDS Coalition to Unleash Power is what they stand up stand for. Act Up is a diverse, nonpartisan group of individuals united in anger and committed to direct action to end the AIDS crisis. Uh, they advise and inform. They demonstrate, and and they they've are been not around silent. since the goddamn yeah. 80s. So yeah. join that shit. Yeah. Is there anybody else you guys would like to call out I, before um, we go? I just want to give uh, say thank you again, both of you, uh, for having us. Uh, I just want to give a special shout out to uh, my city in Yonkers. We just recently had our first Yonkers Pride. Oh yeah! Yonkers! I want to give a special shout out to all the people who helped organize and raise money, and we did a lot of hard work, and I I think it should be recognized, and we're going to have an even better one uh, next year. Um, I also want to give a shout out to Red Panda for making this happen for us. Uh, yeah, good, again, boy, good boy, good boy. And don't forget any emails or questions. We're no judgment. Rbffinformation at gmail.com. Again, rbffinformation at gmail.com. Or um, Much Obliged TV. Um, feel free to hit us up directly if you are not comfortable hitting them up directly. 
Uh, I want to give a shout out to the Married Marks podcast. Uh, yeah. My friend uh, Shannon and Richard, uh, this entire month, they've done a Pride Month. They've had some great people on the podcast, so I want to give them a shout out, um, a personal shout out to the Queer Nerd, because you should listen to that podcast too. Because it's the only LGBTQ to be the plus uh, people who I interview and uh, women and people of color. And I want to give a shout out to FX, because as much as we talk about, like, as we were talking about history, um, as a wrestling fan, all wrestlers, please, you need to know your gay history because Woo! you have no idea how much drag and wrestling are intertwined. Yep. It's literally the same fucking thing. So every single yes. wrestler should be watching Paris is Burning. And if yes. you haven't seen that, it's free on YouTube. If you haven't seen that, FX has a great new show out about houses and about the drag culture Close. called Pose. So please, I believe there are two episodes out now. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, please make sure you get that. Uh, it is fantastic, and it is great for everyone in the world, and also great for wrestlers. You need to watch it because y'all need to get better with your outfits. Oh. Oh. I want to say a shout out to Robin Oaks per usual. Robin Oaks, you have helped me through bisexuality yes. and understanding what bisexuality really means to me as a female and or a male. You have a couple books out. You are doing a great job in the LGBTQ plus community. And I met you, you know, nine years ago with Aaron. And you have done nothing but shown us what bisexuality truly means and what what it means to stand up for yourself. So if you don't know who Robin Oaks is, check her out. She is a bisexual activist. O-C-H-S. O-C, Yes. R O B Y N O C H S. And check her out. She's a great advocate for the bisexual community. And I know that there's a lot of people out there. Shout out to my girls who came out this month for Pride Month. My bisexual girls. Shout out at Tiana. Um, also, all my other girls. And definitely check her out. She definitely has a lot to say. And I feel like she's done a good job of encompassing the bisexual voice over the course of the last generation so hell yeah anybody for you to shut up um no oh. i mean oh, sorry no no no, no, no. <laughs> don't see it though. i was just gonna <laughs> shout out panda oh uh, yes i want to shout out uh one of the few role models i've recently had in my life um they're called the illustrious blacks so the illustrious blacks is made up of uh monster black and manchild black so okay. they're both black men are really deep into the techno music scene oh, yeah. and I've recently gone to a lot of their shows out in Output at the Dixon Place. They do really awesome stuff for the LGBT community and I feel like they're at the forefront. They recently um, played at uh, one of the summer concerts here for uh, on Sunday for the LGBT Pride uh, Parade in Central Park. So Sweet. I want to give them a big shout out for Hell the yeah. Hell yeah. Any queer and or questioning activists and or um, artists, congratulations to you guys. Thank you guys for coming out and being a member of our community. And, and remember to resist. Well, also, big shout out to <laughs> Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Hell yeah! Yes! won the primaries. Remember, you guys still got a vote in November. Yes. So also, shout out to Cynthia Nixon for senator. Hell yeah! Yes! Side note on that. Yes, Miranda. Miranda. We need to figure out. Yes, Miranda. Uh, <laughs> totally Miranda. A little bit, Samantha. Uh, we also need to like stop. Like, 
uh, people on the left, like, get your shit together. Women of color have been dominating everything Fuck forever. Yes. So stop. Women of color, like, started the Me Too movie. Women of color started Black Lives Matter. Women of color start every motherfucking thing. So let's vote for them because the future is female and that bitch is tinted. So, like, absolutely. And not just tan because she went on her roof. No, because she's ethnic. Because she's ethnic. She's the first yes. Yes. I know it's so amazing. And a couple blossom here also represents queens. Yes. 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 So thank My you guys for every everything that you guys yeah, brought to the table. Thank you. Thank you for having us. This was an awesome episode. We're gonna do continuous pride episodes so that you guys get a, a taste of the queer voices that we have in New York City. Obviously, because we have two queer bows running this show, <laughs> we decided to go ahead and make this an ongoing thing. So, if you are queer or questioning in the New York City slide feel into free. us. I mean, slide into our DMs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holler, because we'll definitely consider putting you on the show if you would like that. My name is Felicia Rose. And uh, I'm Darnell. Red Panda. Bruce Wayne. Follow Woo. Dean Outlicious. Continue 78. <laughs> or the People's Train. Slash Felicia Rose on fucking everything. RBFF. RBFF. Website soon. B. R is in rubber. B is in boy. I Not A U R. I thought it was A U R. Not A O U R. What the fuck? Alright, thanks guys for tuning in. I'm sorry that we went a little bit over what we enjoy it. Jerk off to it. Whatever. Pride episode. First Pride episode 2018. I love you all. Titties and pee pee and fisting for life. Fist away. Fist away. Fist Everybody put your fist up. Yeah. Thank you very much for Live TV for continuing to put on this ridiculous show. Maddie and Jorge. What Antonio, Maria. Antonio, your shirt's on. What's the problem? Alright. And we're wrapping it up. Bye. 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 I thought that was entertaining.